It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Al says he's ready, so I say let's go. We do a podcast. Isn't that right, Sir Dukes? Oh, hi, Jerry. Yes, we do a podcast. It is uh, Thursday on the show. It is a Thursday. It is a Thursday. Uh, I've pulled a couple of stories for you today, Jerry Recco, some of which have been sent to me numerous times over the last few days. Um, some of them via instant, what do you call that on a Twitter? Instagram. Direct message. Oh, I'm, I cannot believe you have direct message open. On my Twitter? Yeah, that really surprises me. I do not get bombarded. You don't? No. Huh. I get a couple of things. Something. What I don't like is people using that instead of just posting to my page. Right. Like, they, like I'll tweet something, and they'll respond to it in a direct, a direct message. message. Why? Right, just respond to it. Yeah. That's open for if you have a personal question for me or are looking for something that you wouldn't post uh, publicly. Sure. Yeah, right. You follow? I do follow. I give you a lot of credit, though. Thank you, Jerry. Just sift through that. I like to speak to the people. You do. It's called Twitter. It's called Twitter, yes. But you don't I like need to the direct message open. I like to speak to the direct message people in case oh, okay. they need something. Jerry, I connect with the audience. If they anybody feel, wants a direct message, Al, it's at Al's boring tweets. They know they feel like they know me more, Jerry. <laughs> yes. It is a sure. bit of a mess though. And then and then on Instagram, anyone could direct message anybody. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's true. So I get people on there too. Any hot females no. looking for a date with Al Dukes? Nope, Jerry. Not anymore, huh? Mostly dudes looking for how do I get in touch with Boomer. That is <laughs> most of my direct messages. Have an event. Is it possible Boomer right. could show up Saturday night at 8? We're having an event in New Hampshire. Can Boomer be there? <laughs> He's got uh, a helicopter, right? Yeah, we'll pay for his dinner. Right. Yeah, it's a Here's lot. Here's prime rib. I got one the other day. Could I get a Phil Sims autograph for somebody? Like, I don't know. He doesn't work here. Right. That's a bit much. I We That's work with Boomer, much. not Phil. Right. You know, they look alike. Exactly. Not the same guy. Not the same guy. I went on um, eBay today. You know, Boomer had brought up how his daughter, Sydney, had posted a photo. She was wearing a Boomer sweatshirt. It was like a cartoon Boomer in a jet uniform with jets flying overhead. Oh, that's cool. Like military jets. When was, like, recently she was wearing this? Yeah. yeah. She she said she'd found it uh, somewhere. That's cool. uh, it was a, quote, vintage sweatshirt. So Boomer was talking about that. And a guy called me up. He said, you know, you could find a bunch of uh, Boomer stuff on eBay. So I was like, all right, let me hit up the eBay and let me see what Boomer items are on there. First of all, there's way too many individual cards, you right. know, football cards, which is no People one has interest. People are Boomer size in football cards? Jerry, pages of them. For how much money? I don't know. I, did, I, I, I was just trying to weave through them because Boomer is one of those guys that during his playing days, he was into this marketing stuff. So when they had... You know, shirts with cartoon versions. He was on them. You know, he there was so there are sometimes cool old boomer 
sweatshirts and t-shirts and right. figures and that sort of thing. So I did go on there looking for those things. There are a couple of cool boomer shirts that I was interested in purchasing and p- possibly purchasing. I didn't pull the trigger on that. But you didn't find the one you were looking for, though. I didn't find one that really spoke like the one Sydney to me. was wearing. You didn't find that one was not on there. Okay, was not. But I have. I already have a cartoon version uh, shirt. It says "Boom Time." That's yeah, the black one that you wear. Yeah, yep. I got that from Homage. There's a website called Homage. Homage. H O M A G E. They have cool T-shirts, mostly centered around sports in the Ohio area for whatever reason. Okay, like. Pennsylvania, Ohio, Indiana. That's their region. That's their region. Uh, so they make nice shirts. All right. Check that out. If you guys wanted to buy me something for my birthday and you went to homage, I guess. Al's turning 50 this weekend. I am turning 50 this weekend, Jerry. And embracing it. I like that. I am embracing it. Because really, what else can you do? What are my other choices? Can be depressed? Right. We don't need that. I'm impressed that I made it to 50. Really? I'm not, that doesn't... At this... Mm. Well, I mean, saying that I made it to 50 in the... In this shape. Oh, like, that's fair. I didn't get fat. I'd agree. No, you slimmed down. I slimmed down. I, I think I'm relatively in decent shape looks wise. I couldn't run a I couldn't run a mile, that's for sure. You couldn't swim hundred and thirty miles I across the English Channel I four not, times? I could not swim across the English Me Channel. Um in fact Good I can't ones. even I can't even run down the hallway without coming back breathing heavy. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. And the heart is a muscle. The heart is a muscle. Which you're supposed to work out, I guess, but I'll yeah. be honest with you. Four days a week. Anybody who's overweight and wants to lose weight, it's 90% diet. You don't have to exercise. It's a lot of diet. It's a lot of diet. Yeah. I agree. I've just tried to cut out some some uh, afternoon snacks, Jerry. Like the whole bag of chips? <laughs> like uh, eating a half a bag of tortilla chips in one sitting. That's still the funniest thing when you realize you were having a bag every two days. I was eating 11 servings a day. I know. Of chips. I know. It doesn't surprise me. And I and it was like one of those things like I, I don't want to compare this to real addictions, like people who have drinking addictions no, but it, or but, drugs. But it is an uh, of sorts it is. I could understand. Yes. Like it, it's not as as um it's not gonna kill it's not you. as addictive either. Right. But I do understand the struggle I had with not eating a bag of chips at a time. Now I, compare it by a million. Right, I could right. Right. The pull to alcohol or right. to drugs or to gambling has got to be so much worse. People that, that have I never can, had it don't understand. Yeah. It. Or and even people true. that that overeat uh junk food because I, every time I would do it and I'd eat a half a bag of tortilla chips afterwards. Like, oh, what did I do? Yeah, I'm not doing that again. Right. And then you do it the next day. And in fact, I'd say, you know what? I'm not even going to get bring them into the house cuz then I can't eat them if they're not go, in the house. And then you go run to the Walgreens right up the block. No, then when I go regular food shop, I'm like, you know, I'm going to get a bag and I'll, I'll be reasonable about it and then not be reasonable about yeah. it and then just feel like an animal after I've eaten them, feel bloated, feel disgusting, and then do it again the next day. The only difference I would say, well, not the only difference, but one of the big differences, I think, with whether it's smoking, some sort of chewing tobacco, and God forbid you're talking like real drugs, not that those Vaping. aren't, but I mean like drugs that can kill you on the spot. Yeah. Like if you take coke, you could die of a heart attack. Instantly, if you do coke for the first time or whatever. I think the difference is when you're looking for the fix, it doesn't matter where you are, what you're doing, your mind can't get off it. Right. If you're out and about at 2 o'clock in the afternoon in the city doing something, you're not like, 
Tortilla chips. Tortilla chips. I need tortilla chips. Right. It's more the situation you're in, the routine you've created. Yeah. Uh, but the other stuff is more of a real chemical pull. That's true. That is just effing with your mind. Right. So that's a good similarities point. for sure, but a right. lot of differences too. Right. But it helped me a little bit to understand. It does. Yeah, I agree. People with serious addictions, because I can't even control a tortilla chip addiction at times. Right. Now snort some coke and see how you're doing. I'm not going to do that, Jerry. I'll get in the habit. You of know it. what I mean. <clears throat> this uh, article, Jerry, has was sent to me by many alert Twitter followers and bo- uh, post game podcast listeners. All right. It's a story out of Australia, and it was sent to me many times today, Jerry. People want your take on it. There was a huge fire at a cattle breeding facility in Australia. It's caused thousands of dollars in damages, and they've lost 100 cylinders of bull semen. They were destroyed in a fire. Why were they saving them? Well, they use this as a cattle breeding facility. This is how they make cattle. Guess I missed the first part of that. Yeah. So and what the, are we supposed to do with that? Story? The the people, the firemen and women who went over there to put out the fire, they had to warn the crew to be wary of projectiles, cylinders of semen shooting at them while they attempted to put out the flame. The liquid inside the cylinders, bull semen, was rapidly expanding and the lids were being popped off and projectiles were being thrown from the building. So ABC guess, News reports. I guess you could say if it exploded and one got hit in the face, it'd be a bull shot. Bull shot. <laughs> totally, Jerry. Firefighters had to go into defensive mode to protect themselves. Says they did a terrific job. That's mm. a different facial, that's for sure. Yeah, it was uh, over 100 cylinders, which right. they call, quote, a huge blow for the farmers. Ha, 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 The cylinders are worth between 500 and $1,000 per cylinder. Wow. Are you serious? That's $100,000 worth of semen? The semen inside varies uh, in price. Hmm. They also lost a lot of equipment. I guess the handsome bulls. Their semen costs more? I guess the more, you know, muscular, manly bulls, Jerry, their semen is going to cost more. Because what do you the owls get? The owls? They write those off as losses. <laughs> <laughs> They're thin. They don't want to participate in anything. They want to go to bed early. Yeah. They just yeah, they feel weak. They're starving for chips and salsa. <laughs> oh, man. Someone comes over to handle them. Yeah. They fill up more jars. And they say, not now. Once a week. Ah, I'm good. Come back. You know, I'm a once a week. God uh, forbid, twice in one day. Yeah. I'm not a young bull, Jerry. I'm an old 50. You heard, you heard I'm turning 50, right? I hope I never have that mindset. Yeah. <laughs> Plays it's games funny. with you, Jerry. What do you That's think, some story. <laughs> what do you think you could get for, you know, at these male human fertility clinics they've looked into that they say it what do you get like a hundred bucks yeah it's not as much as the women obviously right for what they give up the eggs i guess right yeah they get thousands of dollars i believe for eggs i want to say the male specimen is a couple hundred bucks and then i don't think you can't go every week either no i think it's like once a month you're allowed to go right so you're not you know if you think you're getting rich by doing that right you're not think of how much money you've wasted over the years jerry or you. You're 50. Or me. I'm 50. Yeah. I could have been rich. 
you I'd wouldn't have, those, have been rich. What if I had to put those into mutual funds, Jerry? I suppose from the time I was to, 18. Could you go to a different facility right. every day? Or is there a big... Um, well, the problem is, though, would you really be okay with yourself knowing no. that there's little owls nope. running around and you have no say in it? No. No knowledge of it? I would it? not like that. No, it's terrible. But especially if anytime I saw someone, I would look to see, does this person have my nose? Right. Look at that kid. He don't want to do anything. That kid's bald and he doesn't want to do anything. He's bald and thin and loves Tostitos. Yeah. <laughs> Eating nothing but turkey and Tostitos. So what's would, your name? <laughs> I would sometimes combine my two foods of turkey and Tostitos, and I would I would roll the turkey up into like a, a cylinder. Mm-hmm. Put it on a tortilla and eat it. Why not? That sounds Delicious. awesome. Of course it is. Anything with a Tostito. Now, multigrain or regular? Because I like the multigrain. multigrain. See, the multigrain for me are the ones I can't stop eating. Yeah. The regular ones I'm okay with. I can have a handful. I'm good. Yeah. The multi. There's something in those multigrain That's ones. That's what I, I think. I swear to God. They're addicting. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. Especially with this. And God, if you have guac with it. Oh. I'm not a guac salsa. guy. I'm a Tremendous. salsa guy. I never was either until a couple of years ago. Newman's Love it now. salsa I only go with. What guac bread? Do you make your own guac? Yeah. Oh, you do? Yeah. Can you buy guac in the store? You can. I don't care for it. You don't care for I that? I do not. Most of them are too garlicky. Yeah. I don't. I like the way I make it. I don't like when people make their own salsa. It's all this super chunky. It's like... Sure. Where's the Where's the wet part of the salsa? The water. The wet part. The watery part. The wet part of the salsa. Yeah. This is an interesting story out of New York City, Jerry. See where you stand on this one. Uh, uh, in regards to a Broadway play. It's not nothing to do with bulls, does it? It does not, but uh, we're in the ballpark. An audience member at the play Betrayal on Broadway, in which stars an actor by the name of Tom Hildeston, uh, w- moved a woman to tears, moans, and Orgasm. Oh, shut up. This happened uh, last... During w- the show. During the show, last Wednesday at the Bernard B. Jacobs Theater. There was a message board about the play revealed that a person in their row at the performance, a well-dressed young woman in her 30s, uh, she could feel... The person that was sitting next to her could feel the rhythmic banging against the armrest, punctuated by occasional low moans and giggles. It got faster and faster until there was one slightly louder moan. She then resumed her normal seat position, put her head back, and closed her eyes. So she, she masturbated an, during no, the show. No, they uh, well, I don't understand. I how think else she this j- yeah, that's well, in the mind. A lot of the orgasms happen in the okay. mind. There's a sexy scene in the play. He walks. This actor, Tom Hildeston, walks downstage and passionately kisses his co-star. And the woman kept adjusting herself in her seat, pounding the armrest, letting out a moan, and then fell asleep. Fell asleep? Yeah. Wow. The message board says that at the end of the play, she enthusiastically applauded. So I was like, is there a spot under her? Uh, that's a good question. Or it's just, and I know there's so many different types of those that right. we can have. I get it. Yes. Huh. Interesting. And I never go to Broadway plays. I should. 
<laughs> Should go see Betrayal. I want to see this Betrayal, this actor. He's not particularly handsome. Uh, something caught her, though. Something caught her. Do you believe... I don't know the answer to this. I know we have some female listeners. Not a lot, but we have Not a, a lot. Handful. Are there different Nicole, times in the a month one. that a woman is more apt for that? I think so. Because obviously there's a week for most women until they get to the point where the week is gone. Right. But there's a week where mm, not a lot's going on. Right. Well, there's a lot going on, but not that. Right. So you got like three weeks, maybe three weeks in a day. So you're is saying- there a better time... Like, I'm wondering if this woman right. was in that two to three, I don't know, even it's a few-day period, to where they're just super heightened, their senses. Do you think it coincides with when they're most fertile to get pregnant? I don't know. That's why I would love a female that listens to us okay. to answer that question. Do you have a specific time, like right before the time of the month? Is right. it right after? Is it right in the middle of the month, equidistant from... Your time of the month? These are great questions, Jerry. I'd love to know the answer. Maybe we could put the USB port back in the vagina and find out. Well, that I don't <laughs> that's think That's a previous podcast. That's, like that's a, a joke. If you uh, listen to us every day, you know what that means. Oh, and good news for you. I just saw John Minko. Really? Yeah. So, oh, good. No, so, good news for you. It means you can go home on time. So John Minko got caught. Uh, I guess, uh, what happened, Jerry? A, a New Jersey no transit train. I don't know. He called at 830 and spoke to Ernie, and Ernie got off the phone and said, uh, yeah, Minko's train just hit a car. Minko's train okay. hit a car, and uh, the all, of course, all service was stopped. He is here, so that's good news for all of us, meaning he can do his job. But Minko was also caught on a train or something else odd happened, right? It didn't stop oh, at and the it, train station. It crashed in uh, a couple years ago. Was that in Hoboken? It might have been, and he was really shaken up. Yeah. I don't think he was on the train. I think he was on the platform. Oh, really? Waiting for the train. Wow. Yeah, crazy stuff. This Minko has seen some things. Listen, when you work a long time. And he's worked a long time. You're now, in see fairness, something. these things have happened, you know, in a couple of years. Right. Within a short. <laughs> right. It wasn't like one was 1963 and right. the other one was today. That's fair. Yeah. And let me see if I. Oh, here's. This is also interesting news a couple of people sent to me. You know, uh, Blink 182's Tom DeLonge? Uh, or yeah. DeLonge? DeLonge. I don't know if uh, he like left Blink-182, right? Because mm-hmm. he went to go study UFOs. Right, he's got a company, you told me. He's got a company. They're called To the Stars Academy of Arts and got Sciences. It. Right. Uh, well, they had uh, posted some videos of uh, UFOs uh, that the some Navy pilots had seen, and the Navy has confirmed that those are real. And the pilots are talking about these unidentified flying objects. That I think they I saw see. this. This was about a month ago. Yeah. Well, now yeah. Uh, I guess the Navy kind of confirmed that these are real now. Real what, though? Real unidentified flying objects. Right. It doesn't mean they're aliens. It means they don't know what the hell it is. Exactly. Right. The, so people hear UFO and they automatically think ETs in it. Right. It just means they, they don't know what it is. Right. And I guess they didn't want these videos posted, but now they're posted and everyone saw them. Right. So Why people, is everybody so excited to find out that there are aliens out there? Because we want to know, Jerry. Do you, though? Do you really want to know? I do, for sure. Okay. I so we find know. out that there's real aliens and we're about yeah. to come under attack. You're good with that? Under attack, no. But if, we, if they know that we know that they're out there, they might attack us. You're good with that. So you think we're better off not knowing? They're so better they, off not knowing. Us living our lives, if they exist, live their lives, and away we go. Maybe they're not. But here's what I because would like love. the world's been around for billions of years. They've right. never been here. All of a sudden, in our little lifetime, right now they're going to come hang out. Now, so you're saying where were they in 1410? They probably flew down here. It's like nobody's even here. 
Caesar was here. Caesar? They're like, <laughs> Caesar? Wasn't Julius Caesar walking the earth? <laughs> they probably got a report from another alien. like, have you been to Earth lately? It's tons of people. <laughs> <laughs> They're everywhere now. we got to get back there. Oh, man. It's funny. I would love to, if they are real, to see one on television. You just watch Independence Day with Will Smith. No, I want a real alien. I don't want any part of it. I don't, ass- be- I don't believe them to be real, and if they are, I don't want any part of it. I am assuming they are a peaceful people, Jerry. Oh, you can assume that. You know what? That makes you an ass. Oh. <laughs> I wouldn't assume anything, dude. Here's what I have. I'm 45. Okay. I In the last several years, I've realized this. Assume nothing. Mm-hmm. Trust nobody. Okay. Including Live your life aliens. that way, and you'll be in a much better spot than you are then right now what was the first part assume assume nothing, nothing trust no trust one. nobody that was the tattoo you were gonna get right uh something like that yes assume nothing trust the nobody. tattoo is believe in you because everyone else will let you down right that's the phrase i like and i guess no one came up with a an idea for a 50th tattoo for me with the I thought number someone five. did that was really good no it wasn't great it was not great okay i did like this idea of like vintage numbers just the five oh right but i don't know Okay. I don't know. So you're tattooless. Right oh, now. Oh, and I found out the place that I was, I never I never said the name, but the place that I thought would be a good place to go, someone reached out and said, don't go there. Right. Oh, and then we, I went and I looked at a lot of bad reviews. Oh, is that true? On Yelp. Oh, well, okay. that's what the people had posted. That oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well. It's like, out. how do you know who to trust? You trust, trust no, no one, one. Assume nothing. Exactly. You got it. Now we're now you're learning. Now I've got some. Now you'll live a much easier life. I want here everybody who's listening to this at their work. Type up on a word document in all capitals bold print. Assume noth- nothing. Trust no one. No one. And put it up in your cubicle. That would be all. And send us a photo. And send a photo to twi- tweet. But don't us direct a photo. message Al. Put both right. of us on it. Yeah, we want to see it. That would be awesome. And and give it some perspective like where is the sign in your cubicle? What's it next to? Where, you know, where is it in the cubicle? Don't tell us where you work, though. We don't want that right. out there. But don't just put a close-up of the sign. I want to see where it is in your setup. That's, yeah, that's good. I like that. Awesome. All right, I got to go. Po- I was going to say what podcast next. This is a podcast. Warm-up is next. So... It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. Here we go. We kick off your Thursday, day two of Al's makeover. You're looking good again today, sir. How are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. Well, I'm turning 50 this weekend, so I'm... uh, Maturing? Starting to dress up a little bit. Yeah. You realize you can go into an adult community soon. Yeah, five years. And you can't wait. And that's what I was wondering yesterday. Uh, I was I asked Boomer this if he knew. He didn't. Like, can I start making payments on that right now? I believe you probably could. You might be able to reserve your spot. I could be five years into my payments by the time I get there, Jerry. I also believe you could probably move in. I don't. I do not believe. What? I do not believe you're. They're allowed by law to keep you out. Is that right? I'm pretty sure you so, could go right now. So 55 and older is suggested. Correct. Oh, because really. What 49-year-old wants to move in? Oh, right. Young That's right. You. Don't want to go there. Most don't. Okay. Well, I yeah. do, Jerry. Jerry, I guess the Yankees were all set last night to uh, pop the champagne uh, for winning the AL East, but that didn't happen. That's still on ice. They lost. They lost. Then I heard Harris Allen say that they 
stuck around to watch a did. Tampa Rays game. Yeah. And that didn't go their way. That did not. So they stayed late for no reason. Yeah. I it, didn't realize, though, I wasn't sure uh, what time the Dodger game started. Dodger Rays? Yes. A classic. I didn't know if that was a 10 p.m. Eastern yeah. start. It was not. So started a little earlier. It wasn't like the game ended at 3 a.m. But, yeah, they hung around for nothing. Well, you, you know and I, I felt bad for was Jack Maldonado. Who is this now? Jack Candy Maldonado. He's the engineer for John and Susan. Okay. And he had to get all the equipment ready for the celebration. Set it up. Oh, they were going to record the celebration? It. Well, they, I think Sweeney was probably going to come on at oh. some point with some interviews and stuff like oh, that. I see. Either way, he had to make sure he had everything protected in plastic. And now that was a waste of time. Well, you and I were discussing on our pre-show, which is the drive-in together, yeah. that you really shouldn't be celebrating after a loss anyway. I personally wouldn't. I'm with you. but And I, let, me, let me say this. If they would have clinched during the game they lost, meaning the Rays lost before their game ended, celebrate. Have a blast. But I would not have hung around. I would have come in today, played the game, regardless of the way the game ends tonight, celebrate then. This did get me thinking. So the... You know, all teams have 81 home games, so the Yankees are in the Bronx. Where do the players live? New Jersey and Manhattan. So they're driving back and forth. Like, after that game. Yeah, they drive home. They hang around. Then they're driving all the way back to New Jersey. Of course they are. And then getting back in a car tomorrow and driving. And Westchester and all those places. Yes, of course. Do you see the player parking lot? You know where it is. Actually, I saw the the first time I was ever aware of a player parking lot. I don't know how I thought players used to get to games. Teleporting in, evidently. They drive. I went to a Red Sox game a couple years ago, and the player parking lot is, like, right up against the stadium. Yeah. I was like, hmm, these guys, they drive here? What do you think they I don't do? know. Yeah. They're they're really people at the end of the day. They just make a lot more money than we do. I would hire a driver. Well, and I'm sure some do, but most of them drive. Most of them get in their Ford F-150s and their Raptors yeah. and go to, the, go to the game. You ever see the what the Nets have at Barclays Center? They For have their players? Like, Chris Carino or Tim Capstraw, maybe Bob Usler can confirm this, but I believe they have, shut up. I believe they have um, you drive into the Barclays Center, and then like your car goes on a conveyor belt, and it takes it down a couple of levels. We have this private underground parking oh. inside the arena, essentially. Very cool. I'd be like if uh, I was a big time baseball player and the Yankees or the Mets were wooing me, Jerry. Wooing you? I'd you want to like, know what the parking situation is? What's the park and the traffic? I would just think I'm shocked how like no players miss games because of traffic. It because rarely happens. To the stadium five hours before first pitch. To Even do the what? Worst traffic conditions. They're going to get there by five o'clock. I so, bet you most of them. What do you think, Eddie Sweeney? Probably gets to a game about two o'clock. Would you say? Uh, three? Certainly by three, absolutely. Right. So the guys, that's, I mean, the players start funneling in around then. So you've got, you got three hours, and if they were late, you'd never know until later. So if I live in the Bronx, let's say um, I live in the Bronx, Jerry. Yeah. Never would. I would have no idea how to get around. But I could just hang around the Bronx, and I'd see, like, Derek Jeter drive by. Yeah, of course. Holy you know that. I don't know that. You do know that. What do you think? Derek Jeter helicopters in? At three o'clock, right at the shortstop. And if I, yeah, and if I was a top pitcher, I'd be like, "Listen, you Yankees, you want me? The days I'm not pitching, I'm not driving to the stadium. Right. Well, and put that in your contract. Yeah, or I don't know, for forty million dollars a year, hire yourself a driver. That you I could bastard. do. That right. I would do exactly. And the Mets stayed alive, Jerry. That's right. Yes, they did. 
There's something about this team. I don't think they're going to make it, but there's something about them, man. They don't give up, and they keep playing, and they've got a soft schedule the rest of the way. Although the Syndergaard uh, pitching oh, situation yeah, that really worked out well, where he, he didn't, stinks. where he didn't want Ramos catching him. He's so average. Now. He sucks. No, he doesn't. No, oh, he, he doesn't, doesn't suck. suck. He's just average. Not only was he not good yesterday, he was worse than the line shows. Four runs and five and two thirds in trouble every inning. Boy, really great that you know he didn't have Ramos. Oh, right. Shut up. Hmm. Pitch better. How about that? That works. And Alonzo hit his 49th home run. That's pretty cool. He needs 50. Yes. He's going to get there. I get my 50 bucks from uh, Lepresti. How many games he's got left? 10? 11? Yeah. yeah, 10 games, something like that. He could hit 10 more they, home 76 runs. 76 and 70. That's that right? 146. Yeah. 162. I think they're, uh, that's not right. No, that's no. Not. there's 79 and 73, I think. That I can't that's do. That's correct. Yes. Yeah. I know like there's 10 games, games over. 10 games left. He hits a home run a game, Jerry. He'll end up with... 59. 59. If he hits 20 home runs a game, 69 home runs. For 20 this... home runs a game with 10, yeah. he'd have 200, no. actually. No, two two home runs a game. Did he just say 10 no. home runs a game? Two home runs a game for the next 10 games. Right. He'll end up with 69 home runs on the 50th anniversary of 69 Mets. Right. I'm that will be sure magic. he's not going to do that. Oh, I would put... Why I don't would, you make that your next parlay? I would put that... I'd put money. You wouldn't on even waste five dollars on that. By the way, I took uh, I took our advice and the listeners' advice, and I made, did a two team parlay. Took the money line straight up, no points. Dolphins and Jets. That's Good. right. Have fun with that. By the way, one of the listeners showed me his ticket on Twitter. He bet fifty dollars. Yeah, what did he win? Uh, I don't remember. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. No, no, no. But it was like four grand or something. That's it. Yeah. I got to be honest. I would not put $50 up on these two crappy teams to win. I put $4,000. I put $5 up. I could win like $150. $5. Low risk, high reward. Waste of time. No, not is. waste. It is. Not a waste of money, though. Only $5. For the Dolphins and the Jets. Good luck. And the New Orleans Saints, Jerry, have not named Teddy Bridgewater the starter this no, week. No, they got the other kid. They're going to go back and forth. They're going to name no starter. They're going with the two quarterback. Like the old Cowboys back in the day. Which who, back in what with? day? Don Meredith and uh, Eddie. Who'd they do that with? Meredith and who? Craig Morton. Was it Craig Morton? Yeah. Where they shuttled right. them in Al's between plays. Oh, that's right. Who knows football history? This guy. Right. What's this other guy's name? Taysom Hill. Yeah. We call it, Jerry, the two-headed monster. Well, we'll see how it works out. Do you believe in this saying? If you have two quarterbacks, you, you have, have none. No quarterbacks. Um, full time, I believe that to win a game, I don't believe that. I think you can win a game that way. I don't like gimmicky things like Taysom Hill. Why? If it He's works, so gimmicky. Well, okay. Is Kyler Murray gimmicky? Is no. Lamar Jackson gimmicky? No, they're the starting quarterbacks. Yeah, but same type of game where they can run, they can pass, that RPO, run-pass option yeah, stuff. Yeah, but then I see this guy. Catch. Right. I see this guy yeah. catching passes, He's too. An what are you? He can play. I like it, actually. It's different. That's what everyone envisioned Tim Tebow doing, I think, being You're this guy. probably right Taysom about that. Taysom Hill. You're probably right about that. Tim Tebow's probably what angry. Is Tim Tebow these days? He's Isn't still he in- out injured? Uh, he's doing, I know I see him on a lot of uh, the broadcasts. Oh, he's doing all that SEC, SEC stuff? SEC Network, yeah. He's mm-hmm. doing ESPN or something? And I saw him on NFL's 100 Greatest Plays. His pass to Demarius Thomas yeah, against sure. the Steelers yeah. made it. In that playoff game. In 100. By the way, it was not even a good pass. It was 
up top and slightly behind Demarius, yeah. who grabbed it. And a lot took of the off. greatest catches of all time were really not great passes. Right. They had a because Bart Starr. Such great catches in Super Bowl one. Bart Starr to Paul Horn, and he reached back like this. NFL <gasps> history on display right there. You're going to call him Horner. <laughs> I don't think it was Horning, but no, way. it wasn't. It was the other guy. I can't think of Max his name. McGee? Yeah, Max McGee, who had, uh, as Bart Starr tells it, was out slamming drinks all night the night before. They all were. <laughs> but he That's was, it was he was really ripped up, and Lombardi started him just to you know give it to him, and he caught a pass. Poorly, poorly thrown by Bart Starr, yeah. who everyone thinks is the greatest. I wonder if Bart Starr was trying to get him injured. <laughs> what happened? Oh, he threw it behind him. No, uh, he didn't lead him into right. trouble. That's all right. Hmm. Well, uh, we gonna take a break. Eddie? Yeah, yeah. All right. Eddie says take a break. We take a break, and then Boomer and G at six. I have a fan. story. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Uh, we got a couple more minutes for you. The uh, Mets did win in Colorado. The Yankees lost to the Angels, and the Rays did beat the Dodgers. Astros won as well. So not a great night for the Yankees, but I'm sure they'll have a great night tonight and clinch the division. Ow. Jerry, thanks to the Buffalo Bills' soft schedule of playing the Jets and Giants so far, they're now 2-0, and and they have their home opener this weekend. And uh, Bills, the Bills organization is uh, asking fans not to be too insane at their tailgate parties. What does that mean? They don't want them throwing them through tables? Right. Well, yes. fires? Right. And sometimes they combine the two where they set up a table, set it on fire, then jump off of a van. Yes. Or throw each other through vans. Through the table. I told you, I saw guys running through fire barefoot when (laughs) I went there for the Bills-Patriots game a couple years ago. Yeah, they're trying to discourage discourage that behavior. Yeah. I don't I know how so. you discourage that behavior. You tell them you get kicked out and you'll never be allowed back in the stadium. They said they're going to have extra security driving around, okay. looking for tables on fire. And that's that's what the cops need to be doing. I did see a guy on, uh, I saw a Twitter video of a Buffalo Bills fan with his newborn baby, and he set up a, a tiny baby table. And dropped the baby through the Didn't table? Didn't drop the baby oh, through. God. Walked, you know, held the baby through. It was fun. It was like a fun thing, Oh, Jerry, it's hysterical. Where he's... Think about that guy's his... life. <laughs> like, this is what you're teaching your newborn baby. Yeah. He when didn't... you get old, son, you're going to drop through a table. Yeah, he didn't. Willingly. But he didn't actually drop his baby through the table, Jerry. Well, isn't that a relief? It's just a set. That's what I thought it was when I was first like, yeah. do I going to really click on this? you were telling the story, that's what I figured he did. Am I Dummy. really going to click on this video of this baby getting dropped through a Buffalo Bills this. table? Did you click on the video? I did. Oh, of course you did. <laughs> Clickbait, <laughs> Al. <laughs> I clicked it. I was like, oh, this guy only barely. barely you were disappointed. <laughs> Your up. flagship station for Yankees and Giants talk, tickets, and every game is the fan. 